Hello and welcome to the School of Logistics podcast, brought to you by Dogflow. The School of Logistics helps freight forwarders improve their performance to take their business to the next level. We educate, inspire and build awareness for the new era of freight forwarding. Our podcast brings you the latest tips and tricks, how-to guides, case studies and interviews. In today's episode, Troy Moisehunt guides us through the four main questions to find the right sensor for your shipments. Then we will join Meris and Asisa Alieva's discussion on dealing with disrupted air freight operations. We hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side. Welcome, I'm Troy, co-founder of Dogflow. And if you are interested in IoT devices, data loggers, track and trace devices, or whatever you like to call them, then this video will help you decide which device is right for you. IoT devices are these tiny devices that you put inside your container to track and trace your cargo. And because there are so many different providers of devices, it is very hard to find which device is right for you. But don't worry, I'm going to guide you through the basics. At the end of this video, you'll know exactly what device is useful for you. The first question you must ask yourself is, what data do I want to have about my cargo? These days, the devices can do more than just track location data. They can measure temperature, detect if the container was opened, detect and record shocks, monitor humidity, etc. The second question you should ask yourself is just as important. Am I able to put the devices in a container and get them back? Putting them inside a container is one thing. They have uh, magnets or stickers, and that's pretty easy. And I'll bet you'll find a way to do it yourself or find a subcontractor who would do it for you. But can you get those devices back once they reach their final destination? The answer to this question is mostly related to the relationship you have with the consignee and how good they are in overseeing their operations. And it is quite complex. Multiple sensors must be detached from a container, put in a box or an envelope, and then sent back to the right address. If you're able to get the sensor back, then it makes more sense to buy a multiple use sensor. These devices are more expensive and cost around 100 and 200 euro, but can be used for a couple of years. Of course, you may not forget the cost of shipping them back to you. The devices we work with, with uh, track, lo track location, temperature, humidity, light, and are cheaper because they are single use devices and they cost less than 40 euros. The third question you should ask yourself is where you ship to. This is important because most of these devices work with the GSM network, so they use a SIM card. And some devices use a 2G network, other devices use a 3G network to transmit their data. The problem is that 2G devices cannot work on 3G networks. 3G devices can, however, most of the time work on 2G networks. The problem rises when you ship to a country that only has a 3G network, because in that case you'll need a 3G device as well. And these devices are of course more expensive, so you'll rather use 2G devices. The networks being used change all the time, and soon 4G will be used. For that reason, all of these providers are developing 4G devices at the moment. It's very important to take a look at that. Then, fourth question, how do you want to receive this information? A very important question. Is the data sitting somewhere in a cloud 
is useless. You want a system that shows you the data of these sensors in a visual and user-friendly way. That's why most of these devices come with a platform. There's a lot of difference between these different providers. Some platforms are great, others are a little bit old school, but they work. However, the most important limitation we see is that some of these platforms are hard to integrate with and to integrate them with your existing systems. And in our opinion, it makes no sense to have a separate platform to check the data you have from your carrier, then go back to your transport management system, then go back to your inbox, then go back to the carrier website, and then check the platform of these different sensors. If you really want to be productive, you want all this data, this logistics data, together with the data of the sensors. And that's actually what Dogflow does. We bring all of this data together in a visual and user-friendly platform. There's so much more to know about IoT devices that I'm able to tell you in one video. So for that reason, we have made a guide where we provide you with all, all information for your specific case. You can download that guide in the description below. Hi guys, it's Mayers again, uh, the host of School of Logistics. Today, I have a special guest, the pink lady Aziza Alieva. Can you please uh, introduce yourself to the, to the watchers? Um, hi, my name is Aziza. I'm uh, currently active as a freight forwarder in a trading company. Our traders uh, buy and sell ingredients, pharmaceuticals, um, also cosmetics, mm -hmm. and I take care of the logistics. We order the goods uh, when they arrive at our warehouse, I make sure that they arrive at our customer's sites. Okay, so everything what concerns logistics, that's your... Yeah, from right. H. Very nice. Yes. It's a logistical uh, logistics, uh, process, so sometimes yeah, everything, things go wrong. Yeah, it's logistics, everything goes wrong. Yeah, everything's going wrong. <laughs> everything so. goes wrong. Okay. Everything can go wrong, so you get lucky or you don't get lucky, so every time it's something... It's hoping um, for the best. It's hoping for the best, basically, mm -hmm. because you can't really control all the factors mm -hmm. around you, all the partners yeah. uh, you rely on your partners as well yeah. and so yeah that's on the traffic exactly uh, on the traffic as well or mm -hmm. you know like right now with the corona times um, you have like less people uh, working the corona has it a big uh, influence yeah definitely you felt it because you know uh, a lot of people worked from home like for example for me personally i missed the fact that i had to print something and i had to immediately ship it out or something yeah, yeah, so yeah. everything goes way slower bls middle of ladings yeah. middle of ladings uh if uh, the customer insists on having originals you have to think of it that first the person has to be at the office which is not always the case sometimes you could only have it like once a week and it affects uh, it really a lot affected, of your, your uh, a lot okay. of them. what is the most common Thing that goes wrong. I had a lot of issues with um, uh, shipments that were shipped per air mm -hmm. because also I have customers in the UK and our agent is in Belgium so they also work with their agent in UK and it adds an extra step but also because of the difficult times that we're facing now it's all slowed down very hard so mm -hmm. i had a shipment that was supposed well for example it was supposed to be ready on first of april mm -hmm. so usually air shipments are supposed to leave two, within days, like yeah. yeah two three days because yeah. that's what the customer is paying for yeah. but the prices went up sometimes by triple okay and the goods arrived sometimes Triple, like later, yeah, triple, triple times later, later. Okay. exactly. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So it was more expensive 
and the service was yeah. not as they used to. Yeah. And is that to the view that um, there are no uh, flights available or less space available? So yeah, that definitely had uh, its uh, impact, but also because everything was slower, because mm -hmm. it was hard to get an answer from the agent of the agent of the, the agent, agent. Yeah, yeah. it took yeah, a massive amount of time. Also, you get like surcharges. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, so. And how about um, goods that are not picked up at the warehouse? We had less issues with uh, transport companies that, uh, you know, the, the trucks. Yeah, uh, the trucking say, companies. Yeah, yeah, the trucking companies, it was uh, way easier they were way more reliable but yeah you can't only work with trucks obviously so that was uh, the, the main issue about that yeah okay all right it really depends on what your focus is at that moment mm -hmm. for me my focus was okay let's get as much as possible goods as fast as possible so a lot of customers wanted to mm -hmm. ship by air but yeah if everyone thinks that you get extra clocked and extra you know, extra charges. It's really, really important to com communicate right with your customer wow. because I myself had an issue with one of my customers who introduced their forwarder to mm -hmm. me. The forwarder was supposed to pick up goods already three months ago. Well, they picked it up, but the issue is that they're out game. Mm -hmm. So the costs are for us. Yeah. yeah. And the communication with the shipping company is very, very poor. And now, because I spoke to them a couple of times, I understand that it wasn't their fault. It's a lot of factors, so yeah, it happens. But if you don't communicate right... So, to yeah. avoid that, you have to communicate right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Keep each other updated. Yeah, like every step, every, every step, just okay. even sometimes if you don't have an update, just say, I'm working on it, I will let yeah. you know as soon as yeah. possible. I'm I'm doing my best. Yeah. So okay. the customer doesn't doesn't think that they forgot us or something or yeah. So, like you see, uh, in logistics, the first step is good good communication. You have been listening to the School of Logistics podcast, brought to you by Dogflow. Check our software solution for maritime logistics at dogflow.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Subscribe to not miss new editions and feel free to follow Dogflow on social media. We would love to hear your comments, suggestions or reviews. You can write to us at hello at dogflow.com. Thanks for tuning in to the School of Logistics podcast, where we educate, inspire and build awareness for the new era of freight forwarding. <laughs>